is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast in uh, the second in our series of family episodes. Uh, I managed to get together a a session with uh, my mom and my younger sister uh, to to talk to me about uh, a variety of things. I, I don't know what they're going to talk to me about. Uh, I put it to them to figure out what to talk about, and uh, we'll see how this goes. So here, here we go. I'll get them on the line, and uh, we'll chat about uh, whatever it is we talk about. All right, so I have... My sister and my mom on the line. Hello, mom and sister. Hello. Say hi to everybody. Hello, world. <laughs> so welcome and thank you for, for coming on the podcast. Thanks um, for having us. You know, you guys have been uh, contributors over the past year in the sense of, you know, talking to me and having ideas and leaving the occasional, you know, voice message of something to talk about. So that's that's pretty awesome. And thank you for that. Um, and with, you know, wrapping up the, the year as we are here, kind of wanted to go back and talk to some folks who, who've been a part of the Toddcast over the course of the past year. And so wanted to have you guys on. So thank you. Um, I know when we talked earlier in preparation for the podcast, I, you know, challenged you guys to come up with some stuff to talk about. So what do you got for me? Oh, who wants the dirt on Todd? <laughs> Just kidding. Just well, that's fine. You, you can dirt all you want. I can edit. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer uh, not to, but you know, it's an option. Um, uh, no. What well, you got? I can start off by um, how I remember you when I was younger. Uh, that works. So let's see. My earliest uh, memory of you was, uh, I'm 38, we're about, what, seven (laughs) years apart, something like that? Thereabouts, thereabouts. So, me and Todd did not have a relationship like Todd and Eric did, because, you know, he passed down the toys, and they love Star Wars, and geeky things and whatnot (laughs) but um me and him had a um a different relationship um let's see how old was i i probably may have been four or five we were living up in the country and me and him built a uh tree house do you remember that todd vaguely yes yes we had uh and that was that was good times i've never had a uh treehouse ever Um, i mean i i guess let me clarify to make sure i'm thinking about what you're thinking about when you say treehouse you're talking about the big tree we had in the backyard and how dad nailed a couple of two befores to the trunk and there was a and there was a rope going like you could hold on to the rope and climb up into like the the nook of the tree and hang out in there and you were probably about six feet off the ground is that the treehouse of which you speak Hey, I was four years old. That was an awesome treehouse. Oh, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the <laughs> heck out of that. That was all, you know, all I needed. It's just for the listeners who may be envisioning, you know, some sort of actual structure. 
uh, up inside of a tree. Eh, less that and more of just an easy access to, you know, the, the, you know, the, the branches of what was a pretty awesome tree. Um, that's all. But yes, I do remember that. If that's what you're talking about. Yes. yes. That was good times. Uh, yes. And then um, my next memory <laughs> was uh, we were living down in town and me and you would walk down to, I think, a laundromat. Yep. And we would that get was- those candy chan candies or whatever and uh we would get those square pizzas and you would make them pizzas for me all the time yep yep that that was in yorkville yeah yorkville and that absolutely was a laundromat uh and it had a vending machine that you could like for a dime you can get the little the little box of of candies Yeah, yeah cherry clans and lemon heads and i think they had some sort of uh um, jawbreaker type situation that was yeah. available through that. Yep, yep, we'd go down with our our dimes and our nickels that we'd get from doing I don't know miscellaneous goofball chores. Oh, I know what we folded laundry. You know what we were doing? We were cleaning out the Tupperware container thing. All the stupid oh. containers and lids. I forgot that, and yeah. I guess we should also probably clarify that the the Tupperware container, you know, the big box of Tupperware. Was not only Tupperware, but also a whole bunch of old like Cool Whip containers and, and country crock, yep, butter tubs and whatnot that that served as Tupperware equivalents <laughs> for us. And yeah, I remember we'd go through and sort and find out okay what has lids, what doesn't, and yes, all that. that. Yeah, no, that's that was a that was a, you know a couple of dimes worth of work back in the day. No, that makes sense. Yeah, it's good oh, stuff. And the socks and all the socks six people household of socks and putting all the socks together oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. i remember that stupid but are we ratting on me now <laughs> uh let's see uh and then i remember going to the movies with you and going yep. saving up our money our dimes and nickels and whatever to go see snow white you took yep, yep. He took you to he, Snow White. He took me to Snow White. I have no yep. idea how he got the money, but hey, he worked with the, the by, library. By, by sorting tuck. No, I wasn't working in the library. We were still living in New York or yeah, in, in Yorkville. Um, no, it was from sorting socks and Tupperware tubs and whatnot and <laughs> just nickels and dimes here and there. And we managed to get enough money together for Crystal and I to you have have tickets to go to a, like a, a midday matinee of uh, Snow, Snow White. White when they re-released it. Um, and I remember, you know, we, 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 we achieved this goal and, you know, you, you, you know, you and dad took us, you know, to the, to the, yeah to the theater and we, we went and we saw it and it was, it was fantastic. No, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see the next, I remember you, I remember you worked at the library and I always thought, well, oh, that was cool because back then, you know, we didn't have Alexa, we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have, you know, stuff. So, you know, the fun of doing homework, going to the library and doing your homework was a thing. After school, you and your friends. Would oh, go, yeah. You and your fr- Well, me and my friends would go to the library and we'd sit there and do our homework together. And there my brother is putting yep. books away. Yep. And that and was everything in. Doing everything in my power not to come over to you and go, okay, y'all need to keep it down now. Because, um, yeah, it was fun back in the day. You, you'd go to the library with your friends to, to go, you know, get your stuff 
done, but it was, you know, you'd get some homework done, but it was also a healthy amount of, you know, goofing around. And that goes for you and for me and for anybody. Absolutely. Like any young person who went to the library, you, you, yeah, you got some work done, but mostly you're just hanging out with your friends. And invariably, you you know, lose track of how quiet or not quiet you were. And somebody would have to come over and gripe. And I remember, you know, when you'd come over, I would very often do my best to be like, okay, I need to get a I need to get a bunch of books and go back into the stacks and shelve them because if I'm out at the front desk and she starts getting loud, I'm going to have to go be the one to tell her to be quiet. And that's kind of a jerk move from a big brother. And that's awkward and embarrassing for her. But if I go hide back in the corner and put, put you know, and shelve books, then one of the other librarians will have to deal with it. And, you know, I'm off the hook. Right. Um, yeah. But, but as far as BS and with the friends, if you remember, when I didn't have my homework done, I would just go home and say, Todd, will you help me with my math homework? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So he would help me with the homework, too. And then he had, he had an awesome bedroom. Like, he shared it with our younger brother. But yep. he had, I don't, the best way I can describe it is his bed. He had his bed and then a huge bookshelf. And it was like kind of closing off the bedroom, like half of the bedroom. And he yep. had all kinds of like cool stuff in there. And <laughs> it was cool stuff. But yeah. I, there was a difference in ages. That's why. There was a difference in ages. And age. he had to keep Eric away from his stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, we always got along pretty well. But when you're, you know, 16 or 17 and your your kid brother is you know six or seven there's there's not really a whole lot in common there other than i hey i have a bunch of cool star wars toys that he's got his eye on and at that point i was not yet ready to relinquish them to him so you gotta you know stash things and you know yeah it's you know you had two twin beds in, in the room and with the, yeah there was a, a big big bookshelf that, you know, I basically used to create a wall between his side and my side, you know, um, it worked. It got the job done. Yeah. You know, that was, but, a big but me, but me and you, uh, pretty much we got along. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. remember ever fighting with you maybe because of the age difference or something like that. I don't, I don't really remember ever. Yeah. Fighting we, with you. Yeah, we all we all got along uh, pretty well be, between me, you, me, you and Eric. And I think, you know, with Eric, it's, you know, with there being a 10 year gap. Yeah, we didn't have a whole lot in common, but we also didn't have, you know, we weren't really competing for anything or had like. I, he like I'd get annoyed with him because he's my, you know, pesky little brother, but not like angry, whatever. And I'm sure there were points where he was like, why are you kicking me out of my own room at me, too? You know, right. I think we, you and I, you know, the age difference isn't quite that severe, but also, you know, we didn't share a room, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a boy, you're a girl, you know, like it just, there wasn't any real grounds for contention there, you know? Um, I mean, we played a lot of board games together. Yeah. I I mean, I think that's where the love of, I, I love, I love games. I, when I say that, I guess I'm a gamer, but when I say that I'm a gamer, I'm a board gamer and dice and um, oh yeah and, and card games and stuff like that. You know, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, but well, um, <laughs> anytime you want to change that, you let me know. But if you don't, I understand and respect that. But um, I mean, I think that's where the love of games came in because I like to play games and I'm very yeah. competitive at playing games, and I feel like you are too. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um. 
Getting to the games, what game do you remember us having that we don't have now? Oh, like I'm, try- as a young- I'm trying to find the old games that I oh. got rid of. Okay, um, like for like just through childhood in general. Yes. Um, I don't know why this particularly springs to mind because well, actually I kind of do. Husker Du. It was a yeah. super old version of Husker Du, and it was kind of beat up even when I was a wee lad. Uh, playing it, but it's it, it, you know for anyone who's not familiar with Husker Du, it's like a cardboard box with like, uh, like holes in it, and there was a disc underneath. It was like memory, like the game yeah. memory where you flip over the two cards, except it was built into this box, and it was a spinning disc with these holes over them, so you could change where it was. And checkers went over the holes, and instead of flipping cards, you pick you know two checkers up, and if they matched, you kept them. Um, and I remember, pl- I remember you know, playing with that, like, as a kid by myself, like, in, which sounds really sad when I say it out loud, but when we (laughs) lived up in the country, there, that was the original game closet for me, you know, it was like a walk-in, like, pantry, but we had it filled with board games and puzzles and stuff, and I could sit on the floor in there with Husker Du and play, and no one, that would bother me. I think I went in there originally because I think, like, the cats or dogs would, would mess with it otherwise, I don't know, but I remember Husker Du, um, I remember Cootie, uh, which was good stuff, uh, both playing and just to build little critters to, to play around with when you're a young kid. Yeah, the Star um, Wars guys used to ride them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were, oh, they were great transport for the, the Star Wars figures. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I re- remember there being an Uncle, an Uncle Wiggly game, but I don't remember really anything about it other than that it existed. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I remember we had an American Express game, like the credit card, That's that was like a I'm map of the world. For. And little, there were like the tokens were little like jet airplanes, and you went out like, I, I don't remember ever playing that game because I would have been like six or seven and not interested in that kind of game at the time. But I remember it existing, and I remember getting into the box and playing with the little airplanes. Um, you know. That's one of the games I'm hunting for. Is okay. The, is the American Express game. Yes. Me I've and my seen mother it on eBay or somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Me um, and my mother used to play. You were too young to play it. Right, like that kind of game I think was too advanced for my, you know, younger years. Yeah. Um. So I don't think I ever did play it. Um. Shoot, there's one we've got and I actually have it. Uh, from back in the day. I want to play Flinch, and I can't find it anywhere. I don't know that I've played Flinch. That was another one. That one, in, and I think Rook, is another card game that I remember being present but never played because it just wasn't, I was not the right age for that. No, what is it called? Uh, Staying Alive, I think it is. It was plastic, and there there were a bunch of little uh, slider-like levers. Yeah, I remember and the that. Main, the main board, the main board, was a a series of of holes. It was like a grid of holes. Um, I don't know, like ten by ten. God, and there were slides on either side that would were either you know throughout. The, it was like a little strip. I remember you pushed that. Pushed on the wall, one side, the other side pulled, and there were little holes in them, and you'd put marbles on there. And your turn, you would push one of these levers oh, to one of yeah. three positions, and it would, you know, if it slid to where there was a hole, 
um, like in the two the two sets of sliders like overlapped. Like there was, you know, yeah. the orange ones went one direction and the white ones went the other way. And if you managed to make it so that there was a hole in the white one and a hole in the orange one, the marble would drop down into a thing underneath. Yeah. And the goal was to drop all of your opponent's, uh, you know, marbles. And I think I still, I think I have that at home. I think, Is I think I managed like a, to snag that. Yeah, I remember Is that. it like a, uh, a stadium-like? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I guess you could call it that. It wasn't meant to look like it. I mean, maybe it was. It was called Staying Alive, I think. Um, or Stay Alive? I don't know. I'll have to look at it. Right was, it was the things blue and yellow? The, ma- the, 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 the main board itself was kind of a dark blue, if memory serves, and the little slidey things were orange or white. I remember that distinctly. I remember um, it. eBay, I'm sure eBay has it. eBay has yeah. everything, don't they? I don't know. I, I don't uh, know. More than often than not. Um, <laughs> and then there's one other one that, again, I when, one time when I was home, I'm like, oh, this is coming with me. Uh, shoot, what was it called? Pushover. Yeah, um, yeah, with the little guy on his shoulders. Yeah, and it's the most bizarro game ever, and I love it to death. Uh, for anyone, I don't know if you even remember this, Crystal, um, but for anyone listening who doesn't, do. it's, it's, it's again, a, like a blue plastic board, and there's like a, a, a channel around it that's like a track. Um, and the game pieces were these little dudes who had like a little peg coming out the bottom that rode along the channel. Um, little, well, they're, they're these little, these little, these little, you know, humans, like, like old, old dudes. And then yeah. there were little dudes who sat on their shoulders. Like, <laughs> like it, you know, and, and like all the main pieces were white. And then the, the, the little dudes on their shoulders, there was like orange and yellow and red. And I think green. Yeah. And that's how you determine what you are. And so you put this little dude, the little dudes on the on the other dude's shoulders, and you all went along this track, and you rolled dice to see how far you went. And if you were behind somebody and you were moving forward past them, you don't go around them. You literally push them along the track. And there are certain parts on the track where it like opened up off the off the map, so to speak. <laughs> and so if you push them, push your opponent off the map, they like have to start back over from the beginning. And if you make it all the way around, there were these little yellow rings, uh, little plastic rings, yeah. and you had to collect like 10 of them to win. Uh, it, it, it's like I said, it's the goofiest concept. It had pretty good gameplay, but like, why are these dudes standing on these dudes' shoulders? And why are they going around this weird track thing? Like, logically, it makes no sense. It <laughs> might had to have been from like the late 70s or something. It was just weird, but I loved it and still still have that one to this day. Good stuff. You'll have to bring um, that and let us play that. I next time I'm in, I'll try and remember that because yeah, that was good stuff. Um, I had a couple Star Wars games that I don't have anymore, which makes me a little sad. Um, I can't remember what they were called. Like one of them was sort of like a Star Wars almost shoots and ladders. Like there was a spinner and little color ring, different colored rings that you'd move your dude along, and I think it had to do with like. The, the dog fight outside the the death star the first death star was like the theme to it but really it's just go around the the board like it was a kids game not a whole lot of deep strategy there um and then there was another one that was empire strikes back themed that you were on dagobah and you 
went through one section and you had to like learn force powers and like they were represented by these cards you had to collect like it was a little more abstract a little harder to play but i remember having it and enjoying it because you know it was star wars and of course i loved it um didn't you have a game that uh i forget what the little guys the little guys that had mass they were little guys they they looked like little bears ewoks ewoks yeah, Come from had, Star Wars? You, yeah, you had a game like that. I don't remember having an Ewoks game. I mean, maybe I did and I just don't remember. Or maybe it was Eric or somebody else. But I don't remember having an Ewoks game. Maybe it was Eric. I get Could be. Mixed up. <laughs> you do. You do. And that's fair. Um, you know, I've, yeah. I've come to terms with that. You know, Eric can always tell when you talk to me, Mom, because you, you start calling him Todd. Uh <laughs> Well, even when we fine. were growing, even when we were growing up, it was Don, Don, Eric, Crystal, Crystal. Oh who no! Is, who do you want? Well, well, and that's how that goes. Like nowadays, like there are times where I will like look at Lily and say Ella, or vice versa. Like it's just it's it, it's a it, I've come to find out it's a parent thing. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Because like, sometimes I call Janie our dog Lady. I'm like Lady. I mean Janie. <laughs> <laughs> You don't really well, like that, but... No, no. I don't think mom's ever referred to me as one of the pet's names. So I guess I've got that in my favor. You know, if I've got to pick between <laughs> being called a dog or Eric, I'll take Eric any day. That, that, <laughs> that works. I used to call you by numbers, too. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That always made me feel real good. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the book Treasure Island? Uh, I, I mean, yes and no. And I, I guess, is there a particular reason you're asking, or do you want me to tell a particular story about Treasure Island? Apparently he knows. <laughs> do you know the story about Treasure Island? I mean, I know my story about Treasure Island, and I'll, I guess I'll rattle that off. And if that's not what you mean, you can clarify. Um, I've got... I've got two Treasure Island-related memories. Uh, one is that we had a book that, if memory serves, was a pretty hefty, kind of hardbound book, and had some classic. pretty decent, pr- 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 pretty decent illustrations in it. Uh-huh. And uh, if memory serves, the chapters, uh, like the chapter titles, um, had Roman numerals. Like instead of being, you know, a one for chapter one, two, like they had Roman numerals for, yeah. for the chapters. Um, and I think that was probably my first uh, experience encounter with Roman numerals. And at the very end, because um, I didn't understand how they worked. I just saw X's and B's and I's. Um, and at the very end, there was like a, a really awesome map of like, I, I assume the treasure map from Treasure Island. Like it was the island and whatever. Yeah. And, it, and I remember taking a, a, a pen and, oh, this page doesn't have the, the nifty markers on it. And up top wrote, you know, V-I-X. Not realizing that that is absolute nonsense in terms of Roman numerals, because I didn't know how they work. But it spelled Vix, and I thought that was cool, and it needed it. So that's memory number one in regards to Treasure Island, which is really about me defacing, you know, literature. Um, the second one, and I think this is probably where you're going with this, Mom, is I was in the fifth grade, and the fifth grade is, at least when I was was coming up, is when they start to do the whole, 
assigned reading thing. Like you don't just have a reading book, like class book. It's like, oh, here is a novel. You need to read this and we will, you know, you need to do a book report or there will be tests or whatever. That started in the fifth grade. Um, and the first one was Treasure Island and it was assigned to me and I had no interest in reading it because I was busy reading other things and or doing other stuff that I thought was more important than reading this stupid book that I'm not interested in. So I procrastinated and procrastinated and, you know, flipped through a little bit and then procrastinated some more. Um, and as it came closer and closer to the time when the book report was due, because this was, you're going to read this. And then, you know, we're in the English class. We're going to go over, you know, the format of how you do a book report and how to, you know, do all that up and write that up. And we're going to, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And as it got closer and closer to the time for the book report to be due, I took no additional actions to actually read the book. Uh, I just like, I'm not, I, you know, and, and it was at that point, it was, it would really stress me out. Like I would have, I would not get to sleep at night. I'd be like, Oh my goodness, I got to read this book, but I don't want to read this book. Oh, but it's due. Oh, there's so much to do. And like would lose sleep over it. But yet in the morning I would be like, nah, I got more important. Um, until eventually like the day it was due, comes and i think that was probably the first and quite possibly only instance you know pulling a ferris bueller and being like mom i don't i don't feel so good can i stay home from school today and you know she was she was you know pretty cool about it she let it fly um and it was later on in that day i can't remember if if mom if you confronted me or if my conscience got the better of me or exactly under what circumstances I eventually is like, yeah, I'm not so much sick as I have this thing do that I didn't do. And I didn't want to have to deal with that reality. Um, is that the story of which you speak, Ma? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and we used to tease you about it. Every oh. time you had a book report due, we'd say Treasure Island. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, I eventually solved that problem. And by that problem, I mean the me getting super stressed out about not doing it. Um, and I solved that problem by just not doing them and not caring about them, which is a horrible life choice that I do not endorse for any of the young people. I just want to make that clear. Okay. Um, uh, you know, do you know if, any stories in this about instance? Science projects? Science well, fairs? That, that, that falls into the same category um, because... Yeah, I would get assigned, you know, hey, the science fair's coming. That one, I was less, it was less about not wanting to do it or, or do the science part or the project part of it. Because I like, I like, I like science. I like, you know, making things or, you know, doing up the project board. All that part was great. The part that I, I, I didn't care for about that was, oh, you need to give like a five minute oral presentation for your thing. And that absolutely terrified me which is mm, yeah. odd considering I now give, you know, 30 to 40 minute oral presentations every week via this podcast. But as a youngster, I was not into that. And it really, really stressed me out. And on numerous occasions, that crap got weight, you know, held off to the last minute. Um, and much sleep was lost and various psychotic episodes took place um, oh. and so forth. Uh, yeah. Until eventually I got to the point where it's like, yeah, Science fairs aren't things I have to do anymore. Hooray. Um, yeah, I remember those. Scary times. Yes. And, you'd and get up, you'd have, you'd have 
night walking in your sleep nightmares. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was it was not great. It was it was it was not good stuff. So listeners, this this episode of Todd's Worst Moments has been brought to you by his mother. <laughs> um so thank you. Crystal, you have anything more lighthearted and maybe complimentary to me that you can bring bring to the party? <laughs> well, when you said that, my mind completely went to a story that, but we're not going to go there because it might you might not like it. <laughs> okay. What story is that? Uh, the the wall at uh, nineteen at the blue house up the up from the stairs. One night, what happened? You got sick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody okay. was sick in well, the house. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. There was some horrible flu. And, you know, the arrangement of the upstairs was, was you know, my room was down the hall from the bathroom. And we had some, I can't remember exactly, but it, it was some sort, I believe wallpaper, some sort of like, like, like and yeah, everybody's sick as a dog, um, me amongst them. And in the attempt to make the mad dash from my bedroom to the restroom to, shall we say, relieve something that's my stomach, uh, didn't quite make it. There was some projectile situation. And there was like a dark brown stain on the wall for the rest of time because it was, you know, wallpaper. And we apparently didn't clean it up in time. I don't know. I'm really not sure what, why that's a good story to tell, but hooray. Awesome. It was just funny. It was funny. Yeah. People, no. people would come over and be like, what is that on your wall? And of course, yeah. the landlord never wanted it. He never did anything with it. No, no. It's just, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I had forgotten all. I had forgotten all about that. So thank you for bringing that back. Hey, no problem. Time. That's what we're there for. Yeah, no, sweet. That's well, fantastic. Was on the toilet. Shut up. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So I'm. I. I. You know, fair warning. I am getting getting close to home. Not not quite there yet, but but gonna okay. need to wrap this up here before too long. Um, any any last non-disgusting or overly embarrassing <laughs> stories or questions we want to we want to cover here in the last last few minutes uh i don't know um you are a great brother you are one of the um i always told myself that if i ever went on a like uh who wants to be a billionaire you'd be one of the people i'd put on there because i think you're in extremely intelligent um, well thank you uh, you are my go-to, hey, this isn't working, why isn't it working, <laughs> person. Uh, yeah, tech support, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're my tech support. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you're you're a pretty good brother. Congratulations on the uh, getting close to your or your uh, 100th episode and one year of podcasting. That's pretty exciting. Nice. I, uh, I've learned a lot well, in thanks. this podcast. <laughs> well, I suppose that's good. Uh, <laughs> it is. So. It's a good thing. And uh, I thank you very much for uh, asking me to be on it. And hopefully you'll have me on it again. And we'll yeah. you know, no, have yeah, any, other anytime. discussions that aren't so uh, maybe embarrassing or gross, huh? May, perhaps. Maybe we can maybe we can work towards that. But, yeah, we yeah, I'm happy to have you back on. Um, just got to, you know, figure out the 
the scheduling and maybe we should, you know, discuss topics ahead of time. So I'm not, you know, humiliated in front of everybody about, you know, oh, my no. poor study habits and or projectile vomiting. Yeah, uh, but, you know, they've heard worse. So look, look at it this way. They may have had a crappy day and then listen to your podcast and they're laughing <laughs> their butts off. So you that's may have made their day. That's that if if that's the service I can provide, I'm happy. I'm happy there to you do go. it. So Mom, you got anything? Well, I've always been proud of you, so uh, I still am and continue to be. And uh, you're a good kid, and you always were. Trying uh, at times, but that's teenage years. <laughs> I say I don't know about the always were part. That seems a little <laughs> sketchy. Uh, I think I turned out pretty okay, but uh, I'm yes, pretty sure there were some some periods there where that may not have been the case, but thank you again. See, why couldn't we, why couldn't we have filled a half hour with you guys just talking about how awesome I am? Why do we got to say, Oh Todd, what a scholastic failure you were. Uh, Why couldn't we just skip to the good stuff? You wait, you just hold that to the end. I see. That's fine. That's all good. Um, That means you just have to have us on again. There you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, thank you guys for for coming on. I I, I do appreciate it, and uh, I think I think that uh, you know any of the listeners who have had a poor who have had a crappy day will will enjoy you know <laughs> what we've got going on here. So, mission accomplished. Um, and and thank you. You're welcome. Bye. And so there we have it. Um, that was probably about the level of embarrassment I was expecting uh, from that conversation, not knowing what I was walking into. So uh, that was good stuff. Uh, thanks again, Ma. Thanks, Crystal, for, for coming on uh, the podcast. We'll, we'll have to have you on again here real soon. Um, for you listeners, thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, I hope you found that uh, to be a fun time for you. And uh, until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the podcast.